0: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Welcome back to the Iron Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard, Matt Ellis. It's been quite a while since our last episode, um, but plenty to discuss on this one. Obviously, Hill's been in charge quite a while now. We've seen a number of games. We'll be discussing it generally, because I think we get a bit of an idea of, you know, how he wants to run things, the sort of the way the team's improving slightly. We'll go into that later on. Um, The main thing, of course, from behind the scenes, and quite big news, really, is that Simon Elliott has rejoined the board and obviously we've had Simon on this podcast a few times, haven't we? We've spoken to him, we really like him. He was obviously here before. Um, steps in the right direction, don't you think?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's nice to see him back and I think you know he's, he's already kind of making his presence felt with with things that are happening behind the scenes. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about the under-18s, but he obviously laid some buses on for, um, for that game against Manchester United. Um, and I think... You know he's going to be a crucial link really between sort of swan and and um the swan family and and the fans um there's been zoom meetings and things like that which i think have happened because he's he's been reaching out to fans on twitter um and obviously fans have, have been able to have that link really i suppose and i think swan obviously deserves some credit as well because he's been putting a hell of a lot of meetings on with fans and and he's obviously been listening to concerns and things like that. And I think overall, you know, you think back to maybe two or three months ago where we were off the pitch um, and then with, we look at it now. Um, OK, it's not perfect, but it's, it's certainly moving in the right direction. Um, and I think Simon can be a, a really big part of that. Um, you know, he's, he's at games, um, he's, he's in the away end at times talking to fans and, you know, he's going to gauge what, what fans are feeling. And hopefully some of that can, can kind of be relayed back to Swan and, and the rest of the board. and. Hopefully, you know that they will act on it, and um, you know, hopefully, Simon's a voice that the Swans can trust, and um, you know, he's he's obviously respected by the fans, and I think hopefully, yeah, he should be a really good move for the club. So, really pleased to see him back, um, and yeah, we'll we'll see what happens moving forward in terms of sort of fan engagement and things like that. But um, but yeah, I think so far so good really, and um, yeah, just hopefully let let's see how that develops um, sort of between now and the end of the season.
2: I think
1: as well it's something that a lot of fans have been wanting it just well also Simon coming back but also it's a different voice isn't it outside of the family just actually in that boardroom
2: yeah yeah I think so and I think it's <clears throat> it's actually been quite an essential appointment really because if if we look back to when um Swan made that kind of relatively surprising um statement where he kind of apologized and said he got it wrong um and obviously you know we then need to base kind of the direction of the club and the actions of the chairman based you know what he's trying to do to to kind of make things better, if you like, in, in, in you know, obviously a, a relatively worrying period for the club. And I suppose that um, the appointment of Simon is, has been a, a real kind of plus and, and a real kind of, you know, signal of, of us moving in the right direction. And, you know, um, as you said, Matt, I think that there's that connection to the fans. And I think that, you know, um, he obviously loves the club and, <clears throat> and he's been here and did it before Swan was around. And so it's, it's really important to kind of have that perspective again um, from an era when, you know, potentially we, we we were kind of looking um you know a, a lot more optimistic so it, it's, it's nice to have that viewpoint and um, be interesting to see how that kind of translates to kind of um off the field and on the field fortunes really and obviously kind of um you know the whole news about the the Manchester United game and the coaches being led on things like that was obviously um a real good move by the club and and, and by the new director so it's um it's, it's it looks good from the outside looking in and hopefully that will continue
1: yeah definitely I think it's probably worth as soon if we can uh, maybe try and get him back on here actually as you say it's been on a few times hasn't it, and it a different perspective this time around so maybe we'll see if we can make that happen uh, you have both mentioned it already I was going to bring this up um, the Man United game under 18s so they've got those in the, in the cup that's tomorrow as we record this and yeah you've mentioned the bus they've put that on uh, the first three coaches anyway for free I know they've added another one. That take up's been great for it, hasn't it? I think there's what is it about? Sort of, is it three or four hundred odd people going? I think you know, great support and a great opportunity for those under 18s Yeah, it's
0: going to be really good, a really good occasion for them. And I think, to be honest, you look at um, their sort of league results and, and things like that, and how they've been going for the last couple of seasons. Really, I think I think they're you know they're going really well, and um, it is definitely promising. Um, you only have to look at sort of the last few weeks on the on the first team. Um, Quite a few of those players that'll be playing um, tomorrow have made the bench, and I think that's that's great. And I think it's really important for the club to see some of these players coming through. Um, I think at times we we've probably been critical of of Tony Dawes a little bit and and the coaching setup and um, the youth coaching setup because there's not been that many players breaking through. And you know, you look at it. And now, I mean, if they're not going to break through when we're sort of bottom of of League Two, and I know it's a very difficult. Um, sort of situation to throw these young lads into, um, but I think you know we're in League Two. It's the best chance we've got of kind of bedding those players in from the youth and, and kind of getting them into the first team. Um, and you know, the, from the players that I've seen, obviously I, I don't, I've not seen much of the youth team at all, um, but the players that I've seen that have been given a chance this season, um, and I know they've they've obviously signed professional terms now. But you look at Wilson, um, Gallimore, that obviously broken through. Um, and, you know, they don't look out of place when they have played. They don't look out of place in the first team. So I think it's it's very positive. And, you know, they've done well to get there to the, to the, I think it's a third round. Um, and it's going to be a good occasion. And, and you know, it's it's a chance for them to kind of play against some of the better players in, in the world, if you like, in their age group. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how they get on. But I think the other thing as well with, um, we, we spoke about it earlier on in the season. I think the, the appointment of Dale Tong has been a really good one as well. Um, obviously, another voice in there. He's he's obviously got a lot of experience, um, or good experience of kind of being an assistant manager in, in League One, um, now working with the academy. And I think you can see that the players are, are kind of progressing really well and, and developing really well. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they get on. But I think um, ultimately... They are progressing. I think we are getting better as a as an academy, and I think we will kind of see bear the fruit of that a little bit in the in the first team, hopefully, um, in the next couple of years. Because I think Hill, obviously, as well, has, has kind of said that um, he's got faith in in the young lads that he's throwing in there. He knows that we can do a job, um, and he's obviously giving chances as well and giving experience, first team experience to to some of the young lads that we play in sort of um, tomorrow night and and for the academy for you know the foreseeable future. But I just think, you know, we look back in the summer, we had the Joey um, Dawson sort of scenario when he when he's left, he's gone to Celtic, he's obviously got a lot of talent, but we never really saw him in, in the first team. I know he had injuries and things like that. It'd be a shame if some of these players, I'm thinking Wilson and, and a couple more I've seen, that I think they do have a lot of talent. Um, it'd be a shame if we was in a similar scenario when we never really see them, and then they they get a decent move. And um, so yeah, I think there's um, there's definitely steps in the right direction there as well. And um, you know, wish them a lot of luck for tomorrow night. It'd be a really good experience
1: and opportunities as well. I mean, as you say, we don't really get to see much of these games, and that'll be the case for a lot of fans. And certainly a lot of fans going tomorrow night. For most of these people, it'll be the first time they've had a look at these players if anybody sort of stands out, you know, makes a bit of a name for themselves, then with January coming up, and we'll talk about January a little bit later on, with the changes that we think, you know, need to happen, it's a real chance to, to have some of these players, you know, getting fans on their side and saying, well, let's try this guy. He looked really good in that game.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think that... Um... One of the players who, who I would have liked to see more of really um, is, is Cameron Wilson. I thought he was really good when he played very um, kind of sparingly under Cox and, and it'd be nice to see if um, he'll, he's going to get kind of introduced and under um under Hill really would be nice to see. And I think so, you know, it's, it's it's a good kind of it's a good chance for these kind of players to show the fans on on a wider basis what they've been doing kind of every you know day in, day out. And, and as you said, they've been doing quite well in the league over the past few seasons as well. Um so it's it's a real good opportunity for the um players to even put themselves in the shop window because you know they're playing on a big stage. There'll be a lot more people watching there. You know, they're going to be scouts there as as kind of a routine, you know, um Thing just being at Old Trafford, um, so it'd be quite nice to see, and, and like hopefully one or two will impress, and you know they'll they'll get kind of um, moved into the fringes of the um, the first team, who players who haven't seen before. But I think that it's important to stress as well that you know this is obviously a very very important part of kind of bringing players through into the first team, but we also need to look experience at this kind of at the same time. And I think that it will be an interesting January to see which kind of pool of players Hill looks to draw upon, and, and again it will be nice to see some of the youngsters kind of getting more of a chance.
1: Well, let's turn to Hill then, shall we? Back to the first team. Now We've not done a podcast since he's been in charge, You know, partly you know, having a look at the team, seeing how things are changing, get a good couple of games under the belt to sort of see that come to fruition. Um, I'll just go through the results since then and and up until yesterday. Uh, Salford won all, lost to Mansfield 3-1, Orient won all, Bradford won all, Stevenage won all, Hartlepool won, 0-0. So obviously the first thing to pull out there, a lot of draws, and I think... At a time where beforehand we probably wouldn't have got draws certainly not in all of the games Um, there's lots of things I'd like to discuss about Hill's appointment actually I think fitness is one I think the way you know we're we're playing Um, maybe let's start with let's let's start with the results in general obviously he's not got that first win yet are are you too concerned about that or do you think this are this is you know steps in the right direction certainly
2: yeah I think so I think that many Iron fans are are going to be concerned that um, we haven't got that first win, and, and that's understandable, and I'm obviously concerned as well. Um, but I think that the main thing we can kind of take for the first few games in charge um, under Hill is that, you know, we're a lot harder to beat, um, and that's something that we definitely weren't under Cox. You know, we, we really struggled um, to get anything from a game, and I think that um, a lot of the games that we've played recently um we wouldn't really have got anything from the game but we have now because there's a bit more organisation you know as we said the fitness levels seem to be a lot higher and that is something that the the manager is kind of drilled in 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 in, even in the post-match interviews the fitness you know isn't good enough you know uh, this is not how it generally works and stuff like that And, and and he admitted that there will probably be more injuries um while we get up to fitness but that would then like, maybe you like to think that, you know, once these players are all as fit as um, he'll want them to be, that then there will be less injuries because they are like more robust, a lot fitter. Um, and, and you know, we've had a lot of injuries over the past two or three years under managers who have at times been criticised for the level of fitness of the players mid-season. Um, so, you know, is this is this the remedy for that to have these players to be ultra fit under a manager who really likes to push the players in training, um, and and on the match day and and will that result in us not getting as many injuries because that will be really interesting to see if that is, um, the case for that, because, you know, mysteriously we've had more injuries than I've ever seen, you know, in, 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 my kind of, um, my time watching the club and even compared to pretty much any other team in the league, you know, I'm sure there's a stat out there, um, which I don't have to, to hand, but, um, you know our injury problems have, have well been documented, and hopefully this is the remedy to that. Um and It wouldn't surprise me if it is, and I think that you know, as I said, you know we are we are much harder to beat, and we look like a team. And I think that we all knew that I didn't feel that there was going to be a new manager bounce in in kind of a traditional way, where a new manager comes in and all the players play for the new manager, and we start to get wins. It's not as easy as that at the bottom of the league. You know, it, it rarely happens. In fact, and I think that it's, it's it's something that takes time, and it's something that will probably take longer to do with this squad because there is. A distinct lack of quality unfortunately um and i think that it's just a case of um getting to january maybe picking up a win before january now and, and some more draws and staying within touching distance of the pack if you like and then seeing what we can do in the transfer window because you know keith is, is a very experienced manager and and you know Without a doubt, he will have already done his due diligence now before January to see players that he can bring in um, to basically help this team survive and the players that he's going to kind of want to ship out. And, and let's hope that there is, you know, a few incomings and he's, he's, he's backed by um, the chairman and also that this um, embargo situation can be, you know, kind of worked out and, and, and sort of moved around so we can bring in the players we need to, to basically keep us in the league. And I think despite the huge strides that have clearly been made um, since Hill has come in, um, I think that we we still need help from the January transfer window to, to make us um, a team that will survive, and I think that
0: that's going to be the kind of crucial element to this um, to really to 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 Hill tenure. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think you know, I'm a lot less concerned uh, than I was a couple of months ago. Um, and actually i I'm, I'm quite I'm quite relaxed about it at the moment because we've still got quite a lot of games to play, and I think you know the the difference, okay, uh, we've not won a game on the hill at the moment. Um, but I think the difference in the way we're playing, um, you know, the fitness, as, as you say, Matt, it's, it's night and day. I still don't think it's quite good enough, um, but that kind of proves how bad we were and, and how useless we were really under under Cox because we've gone from being a, an awful team that looked certain to be relegated to sort of a team that can now compete, but we're still not quite there. And I think there's been a hell of an improvement all over the, the pitch. Um, certain players I'm sure we're going to talk about um, you know are playing fantastically well in my opinion players that we, we probably wrote off in the past um, you know there seem to be sort of new players and um, you now I think the difference is night and day between what we were seeing earlier on in the season and now um, whether that's going to be enough I don't know with this group of players I don't think it is um, I think they do need help I think Hill knows they need help and as you say, Matt, hopefully um, he will get that in, in January, whether you know, it's going to be difficult to do any wheeling and dealing, but it's going to have to happen because that's, that's going to give us our best chance um, of survival. But I do, I am, a, I am a little bit more relaxed, I think. Um, I think we've got a, a really good manager. Um, you know, the players seem to buying into what he's trying to do. Um, the fit, fitness levels are, are great, and obviously he's turned that round in a very short space of time. Um, but we're actually now competing for the full ninety minutes, and um, you know it's only maybe three weeks ago that we were playing for sort of fifty, sixty minutes, and then I think it was the, the Bradford game, Leighton Orient game, um, we were we were absolutely you know on on our feet at the end, out on our feet, and I think you know that's you has got to get take a lot of credit for that. I think. Um, you know he's slowly turning things around um Matt's right you know it wasn't gonna happen overnight because we were that far behind and that that far off the pace really um to where we needed to be to, to compete with teams at this level um which you know you, you just got to look at kind of what went on in the summer and um, you know maybe it wasn't just the players we're bringing in maybe it's it's the the fitness it's, it's the whole sort of um, you know, what goes on behind the scenes that, that was not quite right. And, um, you know, he's slowly putting that right, I think. And I do think, I still do believe that with Hill, um, we might just get out of it. Um, you know, I think i go as far as to say I, I think we will get out of it. Um, and I know it's sort of, um, it's not looking great at the moment. We obviously got to pick up wins sooner rather than later, but I'm sure they will come. And I think if we carry on playing, as we have done in the last couple of games, um You know Hartlepool yesterday. I thought I thought we were great. Um, Okay, we're lacking a little bit in the final third, um, and we're not creating a massive amount of chances. Uh, But you know that was that was probably one of the best performances we've seen for a while, and and some of the home games as well. We've done okay against decent sides, late in Orient, for example, um, when we we weren't quite at it fitness wise. So um, yeah, I think there's there's a hell of a lot of progress being made. Um, There's still a long way to go. There's still a lot that does need to improve. But I think the main thing is the players he's got at the moment, because obviously he can only work with these players uh, for the next couple of weeks until he can maybe do some business. And every single one of them players are are now buying into it. And I think you could see that yesterday, Um, you know, hundred percent committed. And, you know, that should be the bare minimum. And I think he he does keep banging on about that. That that should be the bare minimum for these players. And that's the bare minimum he expects from a a team. Um, but we are getting that, and I don't think previously we were um and it has made a difference. okay, it'd have been nice to get some wins and I mean the people that were back in will say, well, nothing's really changed, but I think if you if you kind of look at it and take each aspect of of kind of the the team and the squad and and how we're playing and, and the style of play and, and fitness, I think hell of a lot has improved and um you know as I say, I am a lot more confident than I was a couple of months ago um. And, you know, he's applied for the job a couple of times in the past and, and I would have liked to have seen him get it sooner, to be honest, because I've been really impressed with him and, and he comes across really well. So, um, yeah.
2: Let's just I imagine think. if we had appointed him a year ago, we wouldn't be in this fucking mess, would we?
0: I don't think so. I, I genuinely believe that because I, I do think um, he would have had us organised. And, you know, the, as I say, the difference in the last couple of months or the, yeah, the last couple of months has, has been massive, really. Um as I say, it's not quite enough at the moment, but I think we will get there and I think he he will get there. Um, and yeah, as I say, I feel a lot more kind of confident. So yeah, let's see what happens. But he definitely does need backing in January.
1: Yeah. I mean, just turn to the league table for a second. You're just looking at the form but I think significantly, we're not cut adrift, are we? You know, that could have been the worst thing is, because as you were saying, it, it's a little bit different down the bottom end of the table. You're not necessarily getting that new manager bounce. You know, if we'd have lost a few of these games rather than drawn them, then, you know, we could have been slipping right down. But, you know, we're level on points with Oldham. Of course, we've got them on Boxing Day. That's obviously going to be a massive game. So 16 points each. And then just above, Stevenage and Carlisle, they're both on 19. You know, and you look at Oldham's form, lost one, won one, then lost three, drawn one. You know, we've only lost one in the last six. And I think certainly you look at games, maybe even yesterday, Hartlepool, when they had that spell later on under Cox you know previously we'd have probably folded there and I think I'm a little bit more relaxed about it as well because even if we go a goal down I feel like oh that's not it whereas earlier in the season and last season I think if you know if we concede early on we're finished we're not getting back in this game but now it does seem a little bit better I think
0: yeah I think that's spot on I think I mean how many times have we said that sort of Over the past couple of seasons, when we've gone one behind, it is it has been essentially game over. I mean, we've the stats are there for all to see. We very rarely have come from behind. But you look at a couple of the games recently where we've done that, and I think there's there's kind of the belief is growing within this group of players that we can actually compete at this level, um, which you know we should be able to. Um, And as you say, yeah, the league table. Okay, it's not great. But you but look we're at not cut and, adrift,
1: though, are we? We're not like no. we're not out of it.
0: No, exactly. And I think um, you know, I think we we do need to keep in touch until we can bring some players in. And obviously, even then, it's not a given that in January we're going to be able to go out and sign two or three really good players. Uh, obviously, there's there's a lot to be worked out, and I think a lot of it depends on the embargo, the EFL, and and I think you know that will become clear in the next few weeks what we can and and what we can't do, um, whether we can pay. The loan, who knows whether Swan is able to do that and whether the embargo would be lifted even if he does that, um, are really important questions that, you know, we we need the answers to. However, yeah, I think you're right. We we're not cut adrift. I think you can you can kind of go up as far as sort of barrow in, in the table. Uh, I think they're only on twenty-two points, so they're not a million miles away. And it would have been nice obviously to pick up a win on, on Tuesday at Stevenage. I think we probably we could have won that game really it was it was a bit of a shame and I think with a bit more firepower we, we may have done or a bit more creativity we may have done and I think yes those are the games we do need to be winning if if we are to turn it around um but yeah we're not cut adrift. um you know we're not losing games we're sticking in games and actually yesterday um Harley had a spell in the second half as you say Brad I think at times in the past, we would have folded, and I think you look at a couple of games recently. The, I mean, Leighton Orient, we got a bit lucky that that night. Um, you know, they missed some sitters, and and Bradford as well. You know, we we kind of were hanging on a little bit at the end, um, but there is a bit more resolve, I think. And um, actually, yesterday's game, we kind of weathered that spell, um, and then actually we finished the stronger, I would say, of, of the two sides, which is something we've not really seen. And I think fitness does play a massive part because obviously when we were coming under the cosh earlier in the season, we maybe conceded and then heads dropped. Um, but at the moment we're kind of holding firm and then, you know, we've got that extra bit of fitness to get back up the pitch and, and try and create. And I think yesterday we had some good chances. I think Gallimard's obviously missed missed one, potentially two, but he's definitely missed one where he should have probably put that in and and we'd probably won that game. And I think it is fine margins. Um but I do think it's it's just a case of sticking in there and if we can get a couple of points get a win before the new year um, you know obviously no reason we can obviously we've got Carlisle coming up as well um, that's going to be a massive game which which we need something out of um, but I'm confident we're, we're kind of growing with each game and um, you know I think that, that first win is just around the corner and I think given the confidence is growing um, I'm hoping once we get that we can have a little run and, and kick on because you, know, you have a little run in this this division and you can move up the table relatively quickly as long as we're in touch. Uh, and I think that's that's the key thing really um, between now and sort of the new year. Uh, you know, I, I agree with all that. And I think it's it's worth pointing
2: out in, in kind of definitive terms that if if um if cops was still here now, we're 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 dead and buried, you know, we're cut adrift. We're not we're not taking much from the games we've we've played under under Hill, are we? Let's be honest. And and we're more than kind of three points adrift. Um so it, it's important to kind of make that distinction between the kind of despite the fact that we're still bottom of the league, that's how far. Kind of off the pace we were under under the previous manager and I think that something that we can probably all agree with and all relate to is is, is a quote at the end of um, Hill's um, uh, post-match interview from from the Hartlepool game where he says uh, there wasn't that reaction to sit in or the fear there was a real courage to go and win the game which I was really pleased about it was almost like a magic trick as the reflex from this group has been to sit in and fear but there was no fear there today we want to play without fear. And I think that is something we've traditionally done, isn't it? When we've gone a goal ahead, you know especially in the past year we we've then decided that that'll be enough that's enough to defend and and most of the time we've kind of scored the goal relatively early in the game and then we've got on to lose it because we've not kind of shown the ambition or you know as as Hill says, the courage to go and get the second goal and kill the game off and I think that's that's the real difference I think that as you said Matt earlier that um the players in our playing for the full 90 minutes rather than the first kind of 50 or 60 and and there's that capacity there's that kind of drive and and sort of the the miles left in the tank to see see the game through to to get a, get a point out of it whereas you know before under under cops we wouldn't be getting anything out of it because everybody would have been absolutely sort of like ruined by the end of the game and, and that's not happening now and i think that it's a really good base to build on um and so you know it's it's it's, it's refreshing it's a refreshing quote from um from hill and i think that um i've actually enjoyed all his post match interviews so far i think he he speaks so much sense he's he's very um sort of um, kind of quirky really in the language he uses, but I think that it really resonates um, with a lot of fans and, and kind of it speaks to the kind of problems and the issues that we've had um, over the past couple of years. And, and and you can really see him trying to fix all these things, kind of the mentality, um, the way we play and everything like that. And 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 kind of the mindset really, because we're, we're a, we are still a losing team, aren't we? We, we don't win games. Um, and I think that that mentality and that kind of culture around the club has been here for too long and it will take a long time to get rid of. But I think once we do get the first win, I think things will start to look up a bit and hopefully we get that win. And then, um, as as we said, we can kind of get those reinforcements in January and, and that will be the key um, thing to keeping us up, really. But um, being, you know, really, really impressed by the new manager and I think that it's definitely the right appointment. Um, and let's just hope it wasn't too late.
1: Well, as you say, the style of play has changed. There are They are braver going forward. Matt, as you were saying earlier on, we are still lacking a little bit in the final third. But you can see there is a greater willing to attack, and I think a lot of this comes down to transformation of certain players. And maybe let's just go over one or two of them now. I, the one I want to start with, the one I think for me that's shown the most improvement, and to be honest, I go so far as say he's like integral to the team now. Is Hippolyte? I think he looks completely different player under hill.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, to be fair to him, I think he was he was having a better season anyway. Um, even when Cox was here, I thought he was. He was okay, um, and a lot better than last season. Because obviously last season he had some really poor performances and, and just wasn't really influencing games at all. But yeah, under under Hill, I think, you know, as you say, the transformation has been massive, really. And for the last few games, I think he's he's been really intelligent on the ball. Um, he's tried to get the ball forward, and and he's actually he passed the ball forward with purpose as well, and um, obviously chipped in with a couple of goals and um yeah he's he's been he's been really good and i think it's credit to him as well because i think a lot of people you know including myself last season sort of wrote him off um didn't really I, I just couldn't see him as a as a football league player to be honest um but he's come back he's he's obviously i think he's toughened up a little bit as well he he seems a lot sharper um and for the last few games um i mean there was a few good performances yesterday but i think since hill came in um, he's had, you know, he's been really consistent in his in his performances, and arguably you could say he's been sort of man of the match in, in maybe, or certainly close to man of the match in in two or three of those. So yeah, let's let's hope it continues. But I think um, he's he's kind of a, a key part of what we're doing kind of going forward. I think he's our main sort of attacking threat at the moment, kind of being in in the right place at the right time. And yeah, he's been a, a massive improvement. So so fair play to him. And as you say, I think for me at the moment he would be one of the first names on the team sheet on, on, on form, current form. Um, so yeah, he, he deserves a lot of credit for that. And I think Hill probably does as well because he's, he's maybe playing him in a slightly different way. Um, however, you know, I think Hippolyte has has reacted really well to the appointment. I think he's spoken in the press about how he's enjoying sort of training and, and how, um, you know, it's, it's really, Hill's quite demanding, but it, he seems to be getting the best out of him. And, um, you know, hopefully that continues um, because, yeah, he, he is a key player at the moment.
1: Well, another one, I think, and this is mainly <laughs> on on yesterday's performance that uh, that I bring this up, is uh, J-Rowe. Because, you know, a lot was asked of him yesterday, wasn't he? You know, playing over two different pl- uh, positions. Um, but I think he handled that really well.
2: Yeah, and I, th- I think it, it, this is a player that's kind of been been played kind of sparingly in, in, in two or three different positions, um, kind of under under the previous manager, hasn't he? He's kind of been centre-back, he's kind of been right-back, not convinced he either's really worked for him or he's, he's maybe not had enough time really. To kind of get into the role because he's he's never really had a proper running team, has he? Really, Um, past two or three games, and I think essentially Hills just said to him, you know, um, you know, you're a defender. Can you defend in the midfield position? And he he said, you know, show me what you can do. Can you do it? And I think he he maybe struggled for the kind of first time he was put in there, Um, but as as we said he's kind of grown into it a lot and he's kind of you know he should, he's 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 actually quite capable in this role which and it's kind of something we need um because i think um i think it was against bradford when um, kenyon came off injured um you know we, he's had mixed reviews hasn't he really but i actually thought that um, Kenyon, when he played against Bradford, he really tied the midfield together well. And um, obviously, his, his fitness is still under question, as as is a lot of players' fitness. But I think that as soon as he was removed, um, or he was injured and he had to come off, um, we basically just got run straight through by Bradford, and it was really, really concerning. And I couldn't see him getting anything from the game at that point um, until um, until then. I think Rowe came on, didn't he? Because I think. Um, Hill made the decision I think he apologised he made the wrong substitution I can't remember who he brought on I don't know if it was Hackney I think it was Hackney on. that one yeah, yeah he came on and then he brought him off again didn't need to bring Rowan to kind of shore up that midfield area yeah. and I think that was an honest mistake by by the manager and he, he's, the main thing is that he identified it and he, and he was quick to kind of change it because I think if he hadn't done that, we wouldn't have got anything out of that game. And I think if this is under Cox, I think that's a certain loss as well. Um, so, um, you know, it's quite interesting. I think that he's, he's sort of like when he was first thrown in there, um, he obviously did make a difference because we, we kind of got a point from the game. And I think that he's obviously grown into this role. Um, and I think it's it's kind of important that we do have players that can um, be flexible and they can step into somebody else's role that they're not completely familiar with, but they do perform and they do give 100% commitment to that, even though it's something they may not want to do. And I think, again, that's credit to the manager. He, um, to give somebody a chance in that role and the fact that, that the player is obviously then being able to perform as well. So he's clearly understood the instructions from the coaches and from the managers what he needs to do and he's gone out there and he's done his job. Whereas something probably wouldn't have been as well understood under one of the previous managers had in the past few years. So again, um, sort of like points to, to Hill for that and uh, it's interesting and it's, it's very good to see as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I disagree slightly in the the Bradford game because I do think he did struggle a little bit. And, and to be fair, you know, you, you fully expect him to do because he's been Kind of thrown into that role as you say Hackney came off Rose never played that role before but you know it was needs must we, we didn't have anyone else really defensively minded that he could have thrown on there and you know I do think he was a little bit sort of unaware of where, where he should be positionally which again it's not his fault <clears throat> it was just um, one of those things but I think actually Stevenage um, and then Yesterday at Hartlepool, I think yesterday at Hartlepool, he was, he was absolutely brilliant. I mean, he was, for me, um, especially first half, I think he was probably our best player in the first half, um, sort of breaking up play, getting stuck in and, and just doing the easy things, really, just getting the ball and not trying to do anything fancy, just just keeping it moving. Um, and yeah, he, he did really well. And I think it was a shame to an extent that um, Taft was injured. Obviously, Taft had... Um, wasn't playing particularly well himself anyway, and and I think that's another player we can speak about in a second. But uh, to be fair to Rowe, he's obviously been playing that role just in front of the back four, and he slotted back into the back four, and and he was he was equally as good. Um, and I think you know a lot of credit um, to him for that because it's difficult when you kind of being being kind of moved around, as you say, Matt. He's played right back, he's, he's played centre back. I think Coxham is a bit a bit more of a centre back than a right back. But yeah, he never really had a a run in the side in a specific position. But I think I'd actually be um, quite comfortable if he did get that run in the side in this sort of role. Because I do think in the midfield, when he did switch back to centre-back, we did lose it a little bit yesterday in the midfield when Gallimore came on in that role. Um, I don't think he's quite suited to it. And I think when Hill kind of identified that, and swap Gallimor with Beast did. I think we we kind of got in control of the game <clears throat> a little bit more, and gallimard could then get forward, which I, I do think that's probably more his game. He, he got a couple of chances, and you know, arguably he could have scored, but I think he was more suited to that. So I think it's it's about Hill trying to kind of figure out where these players, are, where the best positions are, how to kind of play them, how to utilise them. Uh, but as I say, yeah, I, th- I think everyone's spot on with the comments. Um, Roe is is kind of. Uh, been really, really good the last couple of games and um, it'd be nice to see him get a run in the side because he's, he has been in and out um, and I'm not sure he's a right back, to be honest. I've never been comfortable really with him with him out there. I'm more comfortable with him at, at centre back, but, you know, looking at this, um, the way he's played in the last couple of games, if he does that role, um, that, that sort of Kenyan role um, until, until Kenyan's back fit, I think it's it's good for the the squad really to have two players that can play there. And actually, as you say, Matt Kenyon came back, he he was looking okay. Obviously nowhere near fit, I don't think, but he was looking okay. But if there's two players sort of competing for that role, I think that can only be a good thing. Um, And Rowe is kind of proving that he can play there and he's capable of playing there. So um, yeah, it'd be be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, I I guess a lot will depend on the fitness of Taft heading into the weekend. Um, But I think Rowe on the back of that performance, you'd expect him to to get the nod and, and start again somewhere because, you know, he, he definitely deserves it for yesterday's performance.
1: Well, you mentioned Taft there and um, you want to bring him up. I know you've not been sure on him this season.
0: No, no, not at all, to be honest. Um, I'm not sure what it is. I'm, I'm not sure if he's carrying an injury. I know um, Hill said yesterday that he'd been sort of carrying an injury from the Stevenage match and you know that might kind of explain Partly his performance yesterday, but I, I don't think he's been with it really for the, the majority of the season. Um, just, I don't know, it just, just kind of, for me, not really, the concentration levels just don't, don't seem to be there. Um, and yesterday early on, he, he completely missed a header, and on another day, they, they may have got through and, and scored. Obviously, Watson came to help him out yesterday. Um, there was one at Stevenage as well, where um, you know he's made a mistake which which could have easily led to a goal, and there's been a few. You look back at the last sort of, I don't know, countless number of games, and, and he's always got a mistake in him, and um, I don't know what it is. I mean, he, let let's be, he seems the type of lad that will play if he's injured, or he'll put himself forward to play, and and you know that's what you do want. But if that's kind of hampering the team, and he's um, not quite right, it's he's, he's very difficult because obviously Davis is injured as well. Um, but, yeah, I, I just don't think, for me, he's, he's not been on it and he's not really been the player that we signed last season. Um, obviously, when he came in on loan, he, he had some really good games, looked really strong, good in the air and, and OK, sort of on the ground as well. But I, I just think, yeah, at the moment, he's, he's kind of struggling all round, really, and, and it's a shame.
1: So another one, I think, that didn't have a particularly great start is uh, Millen. Um, what, what do you make of him? Do you think there's been an improvement or are you still sticking with what you thought earlier on?
0: yeah with with Millen, I think there's you know anything's an improvement on his uh, on his debut because that was absolutely shocking um however, I do think he's growing into it a little bit um I think yesterday um sort of going forward, he played some really good balls down the line, especially in the first half. He did that um, in the Bradford game as well he he, he can hit a ball he he definitely can and i think the the thing I liked about yesterday with Millen was it was obviously terrible weather um a lot of kind of wind swirling around sort of um, in the stadium. And I think any, any kind of long balls were just, yeah, the, the wind was just catching them and, and taking them anywhere. So I think he, what kind of impressed me yesterday was that he switched it up a little bit and he actually tried to get the ball to feet um, and he played some really good balls forward towards Hippolyte. And I think, you know, especially in the first half, Hippolyte, Beeston um, and, and Millen were linking up really well down that side and, I think it was encouraging, and it was nice to see. So I know we've we've kind of criticised him a little bit for his defending, but it was nice to see sort of intelligent play to an extent. Because you know there was just literally no point in in hoofing it forward yesterday in in that in those weather conditions. So that was that was good to see, and I think again that's something that Hill has been kind of um, keen on. I think there was another game recently where the, the weather wasn't great. I can't remember. Was it the? Oh, it was a home game. Um, where it was quite, um, quite windy, and Hill that would have been Bradford, I think. Yeah, and Hill wasn't particularly happy at how we were getting the ball forward, and you know, we we were basically just knocking it along at times. And he thinks he thought we could use the ball a little bit better and, and get the ball forward better. And I think we saw that yesterday. And again, that for me, that's that's a big improvement. So yeah, I think I think Millen has definitely improved since since that opening day. I think. Getting forward, um, he's put some really good balls in. Um, obviously, he set the one up for Jarvis, didn't he, against Bradford. Um, and he's looked okay. He's, I'm, a, I'm a lot more comfortable with him now than I was sort of a month ago. Um, again, I'm not 100% keen on him defensively, uh, but I think going forward, uh, he does get forward well and, and he does put some good balls into the box. Um, so, yeah, I think he's growing on me, but he's you know he's not quite there yet. But, um, but yeah, certainly an improvement uh, since we first signed.
2: By and large, kind of agree with what Matt has said. I think that he, he has improved and I think he, he didn't start very well, did he? Um, but I think something <clears throat> to kind of note is that um, while we've um, kind of been playing sort of a 4 sort of formation um, under Hill, I think it's been really important that the windbacks get forward and, and they provide good kind of balls into the box. And I think that that has... Um, Been happening in a sense, and I think as we, as we saw with with Jarvis's goal, that was a really great ball in by by Millen, and I think he has actually got a good good ball on him when he gets far, far forward enough. Um, he's, he's obviously his, his kind of defending qualities are still sort of like <clears throat> open to debate really, but I think that he he, he does know how to put a good ball into the box, and I think that. Kind of with the strikers we've got with Jarvis and, and that you know, who who like getting the head on the end of the ball, I think is really important that the, the wing backs are pushing forward and, the, and they are getting balls into the box, and I think that's kind of something that we, we probably you know can expect to see coming you know, moving forward. When, if, if we were a little bit more ambitious and, and we start to win games, is, is the, the supply lines from the, um from the wing back positions really start to come to the fore. And obviously um, kind of um, Thompson and O'Malley have got a good cross of the ball. And as I just said, Millen as well. So it'd be um, good. To, it's, it's always good to see him getting forward. And it's something that you need in, in the absence of kind of traditional out and out wingers.
1: Well, you mentioned Jarvis there. And I think he was probably the last one I did want to bring up actually, and similar to Hippolyte, you know, Last season, I either wasn't there or you know didn't think much of him. And this season, bit of a transformation, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, he's had some really good games. Uh, he's had some others where you know not not quite as good. But I think overall, I think the improvement's there for all to see. Um, and I think you know it's it's a shame really because he works really hard. Um, you know, he gets himself into some really good positions. And, and I've always said it, even last season, I think he got in some really good positions, but. He's finishing maybe let him down a little bit. Um, but I do think you know he, there is a definite improvement there and I think the goals will come. I, I don't think he's going to be sort of prolific um, by any stretch but I think if we can keep or if we can create some more chances um, and I think that's the key thing cause we, we're still not creating that much. I think he will score goals. And it'll be interesting to see in January, obviously, if Loft goes. We don't know what's happening with Loft, but obviously, there was interest in him in the summer. Likely to be interested in him again Uh, in January. If those teams are still looking for that kind of striker, you know, if they were interested a few months ago, even though he's not been particularly great this season, um, they're probably still likely to be interested in him. So we'll see what what happens there. Um, He's going to get chances between now and the end of the season, I think. And, uh, you know, you, you can't question his sort of work. Ethic, I think um, you know he's he's kind of really knuckled down, and obviously <clears throat> found it difficult last season, and obviously with with COVID and things like that haven't helped him. So I think the way he's come back has, has been good. Um, and you know, of the two at the moment, if if someone said you know would you would you prefer Loft or Jarvis in the side, I think I would definitely go with Jarvis on current form. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll see what happens moving forward. But yeah, it's, it's just a shame because I think actually if he'd taken some of his chances he would maybe have sort of 10, 12 goals for us, not not just this season, obviously, over last season and this season. And maybe, you know, he's, he's maybe on five or six where where he could have maybe had double that um, with sort of easier chances he's missed. But there's definitely progress there. Um, and I think he, he actually looks like a, a decent enough sort of target man at, at this level. Um, but yeah, the chances have to come. And I think yesterday at the sort of, so the last 20 minutes or so when when bun came on i think he could probably give us that missing link between sort of the midfield and and the strikers and i think he he showed sort of what he can offer but again big question mark over his fitness and, and whether he's going to get through between now and the end of the season and i think if he does he could be the one that that has that little bit of quality to unlock defences and and create chances, and, you know, even he had a, an effort yesterday when, um, you know, another touch, if he had taken another touch, um, he may have scored, so, yeah, the, there's promising signs there. I, I just think, um, you know, he's, <clears throat> I think we just need to get that strike partnership right, because at the moment, he's, he's sort of chopping and changing it, and I think that's probably because he's, he's not 100% on, on the best sort of combination um, from those three, um, and... It'll be interesting in January if Loft goes. If Will Scrimshaw stay, I don't know. He's he's kind of seems to be in and out, doesn't he? I think it's definitely an area we, we do need to strengthen um, for sort of the second half of the season.
1: Well, let's let's move forward then because the other night we did ask out for a lot of questions, uh, grouped them sort of into areas. As you can imagine, with it being the middle of December, a lot are looking forward to January, but a few were on Loft, and we've just been talking about him there. So let's maybe just go in with that with a little bit of detail. He's not been in for a while. I say, Jarvis has been in, Scrimshaw's been in a little bit, and I still like Scrimshaw. Um, what do you think is going to happen with Loft? Are you expecting him to stay or do you think he's going to go? Because, you know, he's not been in the
2: team for a while. Do you think, you know, what's going on there? Difficult to say, actually, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, I mean, it personally, wouldn't surprise me if, if, if he if he did go. I think it would still be a loss because I, I still think, um, <clears throat> on his day, Loft is, is one of our best players Um and I think that the kind of the attributes he's got really would really complement um, another striker like kind of Scrimshaw. And I think that um, you know it, it would be disappointing if he went. But I suppose if he went, as long as kind of the money and, and, and the uh, spare wage is, is invested into another player who can replace him or somebody who can also add to the team, um, specifically somebody who, who Hill would like to sign, then it's it's, it's not the end of the world. But um, you know, again, you know, you, you don't want to lose your best players um, ahead of a you know an impen- independent and, and ongoing relegation battle, really. But I, I honestly not sure to be honest um if, if the interest is still there then it, it would not surprise me that that he, he kind of moved I mean he's not going to want to be in a relegation battle when somebody potentially comes in higher up the table and, and can can offer him maybe the chance of, of you know a playoff push or something like that um so you know there'll be no surprises but again you know it, it would be nice to keep him
0: yeah it's an interesting one because I don't think he's offered much at all really this season I know obviously he was injured wasn't he he was it Rochdale he got injured and um, obviously been coming back from that but I don't think since since he's been back um, he's maybe, he played really well at, when he came on um, at Rotherham Oh, I don't know if he started that game in the in the um, Football League trophy, I think he had a good game then scored a good goal uh, and I think one or two of the home games he's he's kind of put himself about and kind of maybe shown some of his better attributes um, you know when, when he does start running at players he's very difficult to get the ball off, he's, he's obviously a big lad and um it's just not quite coming together for me for some reason um i've seen a lot of people say he's not interested i don't know if i buy into that um seen other people say that he just looks sort of low on confidence and and that might be it really i think maybe if he if he gets a goal like he did last season he went on a bit of a run didn't he when um, when he got that first goal and he he started kind of popping up and, <clears throat> and finishing chances um sort of anywhere in the six yard box he he seems to be there poking them in and his goals probably with with Beast in last season probably kept us up, but yeah, it's just not quite working, and, and I'm not sure why. Um, and it will be interesting, you know, whether he has got his eye on on a move. Who knows? Um, there there the was interest in this one, wasn't? Let's be honest, there, there was interest. Swan and Cox admitted there was there was interest there. Obviously, turned bids down for him, um, and I think they probably turned down the bids for him because on the back of his his kind of performances last season. We we probably did see him as as a key player, and I think Matt's right on his day. He's he's probably one of our better players, um, but we've just not seen it enough this season, and um, especially recently, yeah, just just completely out of sorts. Um, so it'd be interesting if the clubs that were in for him are still interested, or if there's any other. I mean, I've I've heard that there's there's a couple of non-league clubs and sort of the the big spending non-league clubs. Um, also looking at him as well. So I think he will probably have options and he's obviously approaching the end of his, his contract. I think he's he's only under contract till the summer. So, um, yeah, it, it'd be interesting if, if we could move him on uh, and it came down to, well, we, we can get a player or another striker that, that Hill really wants at the club that thinks could probably complement um, what we've already got or improve the squad. Um then it might be that Loft is kind of used as a mate weight for that. But who knows? It's he's, he's going to be a very interesting one. Um, but one thing's for sure, I think if he does stay, um, he definitely, we, we need to see some improvement from him really uh, between now and the end of the season. Because at the moment, I just can't see um, him having the the effect really that, that we're looking for. I just can't see him scoring the goals in current form and sort of maybe his confidence is low and, and whatever else is going on, but I, I just can't see him scoring the goals that we need to keep us up um, at the moment. But again, that could change as as we've said. If he scores one, he could go on a bit of a run, and, and let's hope he does. But I do think, personally, if if someone came in with a decent bid for him, uh, which would allow us to strengthen elsewhere, I wouldn't be too disappointed at this stage if he left. Um, but again. On the other hand, if he starts banging him in, then it's going to be a very difficult situation. Do we keep him? Do we sell him if a bid comes in? Um, I suppose that's that's down for Hill and, and the board to decide. But um, yeah, one to keep an eye on. I just think at the moment, we're not getting enough out of him um, compared to what we saw last year in spells. Um, he just doesn't look the same player for me at the moment.
1: Well, let's round off, I think, with January, because it, it's a harder one to, to sort of predict this year, isn't it, really? are you still the impression that we do need to strengthen i think generally you know that that's accepted isn't it um we, you know we don't really know what's going on with the embargo you know is there a possibility that's going to get paid off how are we going to be hampered do you, how do you think it's going to go i mean matt you mentioned earlier on you think hills probably already identified a few players he wants to bring in
2: oh without a doubt um you know um that's kind of one of the one of the things on his sort of like to-do list, if you like, how can I strengthen this team in January if, if there is indeed going to be kind of funds or kind of some some room to move? And I think that when the job was sold to him, I'm sure the chairman would have said, yes, there will be some funds, you know, however we, we might raise them or, or kind of whatever we can do to provide you the support you need in January because, you know, he, he will have seen how bad the team is, he'll have watched videos of the results and things like that and identified areas where he thinks that we need to kind of improve, um, you know, as a matter of absolute necessity and I think that you know that will be the case so I think you can probably expect it to be kind of of quite an interesting January and and, and as you said I honestly don't know how the hell the embargo works and how it impacts us but when we've really needed to we have brought one or two players in and whether that be on loan or on a permanent basis and I think that if that support's not there um, then I still think that you know we're looking at a pretty sort of bleak future really um, unfortunately and I think that there has to be doesn't there I mean everybody can see it without the ins, we're not going to stay up i think you guys can probably agree with that
1: well do you think that i mean as as the sort of the improvements that we've seen so far you know as we we're saying earlier on we're getting points now where we weren't getting any yes of course we do need to transfer that into a win but let i mean as we say, we don't really know how this embargo works let's say that you know there's no movement at all okay we don't get anybody in nobody goes out okay it Has he got, from what he's done already with this squad, do you think there's enough to keep
0: us up or not? I'm not sure, to be honest. I think a lot would depend on some of the players that are out injured. Obviously, Bun's coming back now. Um, If you could keep him fit between now and the end of the season, and to be fair, he did look really sharp yesterday, he would be a big asset, I think. I think he's got the quality that that might enable us to, to score some goals and whether he creates, whether he scores. I think he has got the ability to do that. Um, but again, it's there's big question marks, isn't there? And I think there's there's big question marks over a lot of things, really. Um, between, between now and January, as you say, the embargo, we don't really know what's going on. Um, I don't know if the EFL know what's going on. I don't know. They, they just seem to make the rules as they go along. So that's that's going to be a massive thing, isn't it? We, we need to find out whether we can sign players, how many players. Um, you look at some of the players that are in the building, some of the loans, I don't know what's happened to Wood. He doesn't seem to be, um, whether he's injured or, I don't know, but he, he's not been included, has he? Um, Hackney's not played for two or three weeks. Bilson, there's there's question marks over Bilson. Is he going to be here? I don't know. He, he obviously signed a season-long loan, but can we send him back? Um, so there's all these things, really, where you, know, you probably look at the loanees first and think there should be some movement. As long as we can terminate those loans early, we, sh- we should be able to get some players in, even if it's on loan, if we can get those out of the building and, and terminate those. Um, but again, it, it's down to the EFL and, and what they will allow us to do. I don't know if that's a, a possibility to terminate loans early. I don't know if there's, there's clauses in there. Um, so, yeah, a lot kind of, there's, there's a lot of question marks um, over many different scenarios that that could play out, but um, I don't know. I, I think we do need some help. Um, I think we'll... Hill's going to get us competing. I think he's he's going to get us... Well, he has got us competing. He's going to get us in the mix, but I think we just need that little bit of quality at times that we, we may be lacking a little bit. Because um, we're still not seeing that quality, uh, really. I think we, we've got a couple of moments from, from Hippolyte this season, uh, from Beasting obviously, but you look at the rest of the squad and, and we're lacking a little bit. And I think if we can add that somehow, um, I think we might just have enough. Because I think, you know, that team spirit's coming together. They're, they're working hard for each other. The fitness is there. Uh, and I think they're buying into what Hill's trying to do. And, you know, from what they what the players are saying, they're actually enjoying kind of being worked hard and, and enjoying this kind of new um, sort of approach. Um, so let's see. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a difficult one to answer, but if you look at the results, the um, last few results under Hill, it suggests we're competing, but we're not quite there. And I think I said it earlier on, you know, we, we've come a long way in a short space of time, but we're not quite at the level. Um, and if you can get a little bit of help to just get us up to that level, I think we'll start winning games sooner rather than later. Um, but I think the signings have to come early January. And, um, you know, if, the, if they're not here until late January, I think then we're going to start having a problem because that's a lot of games that have passed between now and sort of the end of January um, to kind of carry on with this group of players. And I think if we can get players in early, um, I think we have got a good chance of of closing that gap. It's only a small gap at the moment um, and and staying up. But yeah, the longer it goes on, I think it's it's going to become more and more difficult. But having said that, I do have faith at this moment in time.
1: Well, I think we'll uh, we'll leave that there. So. Yeah, last couple of games. Then I think certainly improvement under Hill. Um, I think we are going in the right direction. As you mentioned, January is going to be key. Um, but we'll, we, you know, we'll just keep an eye. We we'll see how it's going. Um, thank you for listening to this one. There will be an episode next weekend. So we've got a big game against Bristol Rovers at home. First home game for a while. Uh, we are available. We will be recording one after that. So that'll come out. And then of course we've got the Christmas fixtures. So they'll probably get grouped together. Um, so it will be soon. We'll see you on the next one.